I think we've gotten to a point now where we've gotten, we have so many creators saying the same thing that people are starting to get fatigued, starting to get bored. Welcome to the Part-Time Creator Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to kill it on social media with short form videos that your audience can't stop watching. We prioritize time efficient tactics and tools that will help you grow an audience of raving fans that love your content. Speaking of time efficient, let's cut to the chase and get to today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Part-Time Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Hubbard. It's been a little while. I haven't recorded a podcast episode, maybe two to three weeks, and that's just because life has really ramped up in the video video editing space. So I got a lot of contracts um, during around the time that I stopped recording podcast episodes. So pretty much all the time that I spent recording podcast was completely devoted to editing videos. So I apologize for being a little absent, but I found some time today to record and I'm excited to talk about today's topic, which is um, talking about followers, followers, how to get followers growing and probably more specifically comparing yourself to other people that grow faster than you. So maybe you've seen some small creators blow up overnight or at least quicker than you are and you're wondering what am I doing wrong why did that person blow up on social media on TikTok on Instagram wherever you're posting the most uh, and what am I doing wrong and then you might start getting into the comparison sort of I guess what I call comparison syndrome where you start going okay well and I don't necessarily think this is a, a negative thing um, I think it can be detrimental if you take it too seriously, but you're naturally curious. What is it that they're doing that I'm not doing? Because in a lot of respects, if you're surprised by their growth, it probably means that you think at least you are an equal, if not better creator. And so you're probably thinking, well, I create content just as good as they do. Why are they blowing up and why am I not blowing up? So the first thing that I recommend that you do is don't do that. (laughs) Don't look at other creators in the space look at their growth, compare it to yours, because I'm starting to develop an understanding that each person, the the best benefit that you can have for yourself creating content is each creator needs to have blinders like a horse, right? If you ever seen horse races, they have these blinders on. So they just pay attention to what's in front of them, not to the horse to the left or the right. You need to have the same approach when you're growing your account. Now, that doesn't mean you can't look at other creators and go, okay, well, how are they growing? What are they doing? What is their strategy? That's more re, you know, a research approach. What I'm saying is getting emotionally attached or emotionally uh, triggered, driven by their results compared to your results. So think of yourself as pretend as though there's no one else on TikTok, right? You have no competition. And all you're doing is focusing on the things that you have control over, which is creating the best content that you can given the circumstances that you have. As a part-time creator, you have, I don't want to say it disadvantage because I don't want to, I don't want you to think that there's no way for you to make it in content creation because there certainly is many ways and many part-time creators have made a, eventually made a living becoming a full-time creator, but they got their start as a part-time creator you have plenty of opportunity. So I won't say it's a disadvantage, but you definitely have a different situation, right? The biggest one is obviously time, right? You just don't have any anywhere close to the amount of time to commit to it. 
even if you wake up early and go to bed late, you still don't have as much time as a full-time creator. And that's fine. So your growth is going to be slower, comparatively speaking, because the things that you have control over for growing your account are potentially lower. Now, there are some creators, especially on TikTok, that I have seen and I've gone, oh, wow, they blew up quick. And then I go look at their content. I'm like, oh, this is good content. This is valuable stuff. And I have looked at my stuff and go, well, what's the difference between mine and theirs? And honestly, I got one of the reasons why I came up with this episode is because I've thought about this way too much. And I've just said, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this. (laughs) Even when I was doing my fitness account, I did this. And I was like, you know what? I don't get it. And then I realized there's nothing to get. There's no magical solution. You can do all the tricks. You can do all the strategies. There's plenty of other creators out there that have tried to follow the strategy of people that have grown faster. And it doesn't necessarily work. Now, at the same time, I do want to mention that there are other creators out there that are playing a certain TikTok game. And there are certainly things on TikTok that tend to fall into trends that could garner more followers. But I'm sure that you've listened to a previous episode where I talked about if you're constantly changing your strategy to fit what an algorithm wants, then it's sort of like growing up trying to be something that other people want you to be. And then you get to your adult stage in life and you have no idea who you are because you've always tried to be something that you're not, or at least tried to impress people being a certain way that doesn't necessarily naturally fall into who you are as a person. It's the same on TikTok. If you're constantly trying to change who you are to appease an algorithm or to grow a following, then when you do get that following, it's not going to be that great because now you have to continue to be the thing that helped you grow. Because as soon as you start becoming you, or as soon as you start kind of letting loose a little bit and you're like, okay, I'm just going to be who who I am now, there's a very good chance that those followers aren't going to be interested in that because they followed you for the content they saw you produce thinking, okay, this is the kind of content that I want to watch. I want to see more of this. I'm going to follow this person. I would say that followers are also, or I should say viewers, audience, whatever you want to call them, are pickier about who they choose to be following, who they choose to actually click that red follow button. And I think that's becoming a more consistent thing. And so all signs point towards just being yourself and forgetting about your follower growth rate. Like, you know, some days you'll get seven followers and then two days straight, you might just get one each day. (laughs) You know, it's, there's no, that's not a metric that you want to try to uh, drive organically meaning that there's there's no there's nothing that you need to do specifically to grow and get more followers i would also encourage you to try to detach yourself from having a follower growth rate that is that gets exponentially higher because again there's nothing you can do to control people following you i mean you could do things like you could do the typical tiktok guru advice which is you know at the end of every video tell people to follow you I personally don't think that's necessary. Um, At the end of the day, just create as much value in your niche or in your 
content that you possibly can. And value comes in many different ways. So don't think that it's just information. It could also be perspective. Um, one of the videos that I made recently that that really blew up, and I, I'm just as surprised as probably everyone else, maybe, I don't know. But it was just me saying like, look, I don't think the creators that are going to just throw and regurgitate information to you are going to be the ones that grow on this platform anymore. I think it's going to be the ones that have a perspective that's different than everyone else. And that's mainly because there's so many people regurgitating information on TikTok. They spend, you know, 10 minutes watching creators like them in their niche, and then they go and make a video about that, thinking that, okay, people want to see this. I think we've gotten to a point now where we've gotten, we have so many creators saying the same thing that people are starting to get fatigued, starting to get bored. And so if you can take a topic, let's say it's, you know, home and gardening or whatever, instead of just showing your garden or just showing, you know, how to grow plants, you talk about, well, you know, this is why plants grow this certain way. And if, if you, you know, put a tomato on top of a piece of corn, it suddenly will grow faster, you know, things like that, you know, just sort of odd, random, but experience-based and perspective-based content. I think that's really going to help people establish themselves as someone different than just the average Joe or, <clears throat> or Jane that's losing, you know, that's making the same kind of content and sort of losing people's interest. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I think is going to happen going forward. And I really do think that if you are comparing yourself to other content creators all the time, it's only going to be a detriment to you in the long run. There's a difference between doing some research, seeing what's going on in the space, and then getting an emotional reaction to people growing faster than you. It's it's not worth it. So anyway, that's it for my episode today. Thanks a ton for listening. Make sure you follow me on both TikTok at Shane underscore PTC and Instagram uh, at Shane underscore PTC. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you in a future episode.